Cinema Obscura. Superhero movies have been a license to print money by studios cashing in on the dedicated fan base of Marvel and DC Comics. As Avengers Endgame sets box office records, we are reminded of a 1992 superhero movie that is faded from consciousness. I'm Steve Nikhazy, and I'm joined by independent Philly filmmaker Andre Bennett. Andre, before we venture into this episode's film, we have something to brag about in the form of your work available online. Yeah. So in our last episode, we spoke with Mark Mackner, a friend and collaborator of mine, fellow director, and a movie that he had directed and I had co-produced and been involved in on set is available to stream on Amazon Prime. It's called Daisy Durkins versus the Bloodthirsty Beast of Baron Pines. And as we mentioned before, it co-stars Lloyd Kaufman, the co-creator of The Toxic Avenger. All right. So All right. It's a lot of fun. Kaufman was a blast to work with and he's very funny and it's there streaming and i believe it's also set to hit hulu wow so look for it on amazon prime and hulu daisy durkins versus the bloodthirsty beast of baron pines and i know mark has a sequel on the way so well, and and more to come and congratulations on that thank you now on to the show the fate of planet earth is up in the air we will take strong action by two sorcerers from the fourth dimension to make things right Jeffrey Combs and Brian Thompson lead the cast in Dr. Mordred. And I understand this movie was originally conceived as an adaptation for the Marvel Comics character, Doctor Strange. It was. The story goes that Charles Band of Full Moon Features had the option for Doctor Strange. Full Moon is the production company behind the Puppet Master movies, among other cult franchises. Most of their work is horror-oriented and a little more explicit. Dr. Mordred ended up happening because the option ran out before they went to production. They decided to rewrite the script to remove any reference of Doctor Strange or Marvel Comics characters and retool it as an original concept. So out with Doctor Strange, in with Dr. (laughs) Anton Mordred. (laughs) And they put $2 million into this movie. It's a movie that looks like they spent some kind of money on it. It doesn't look super expensive, but it doesn't look like it's – so totally cheap that mm-hmm. you can laugh at it. If you remember the Fantastic Four movie that we talked about, the one that uh, they made for a million dollars to avoid the option running out, this looks a lot better than that. <laughs> yeah, and, and we we should say that's $2 million in 1992 money. It is. It could go a lot further than and Dr. Mordred's apartment. That set looks like a lot of the budget went towards that. Mm-hmm. Some of the effects yeah. don't look terrible. There are some effects towards the end where they use some stop motion animation. There's some stuff that's really creatively done. You can tell they were working around budgetary limitations and they were able to do some stuff that actually looks pretty cool. There's this one location – It's in the fourth dimension. It's like this floating castle, and I guess it's kind of like a prison. Right, And yeah, yeah, the miniature for it looks really cool. It's like this landmass floating in space, and I really liked that. There are some things about this movie that I enjoy. Others, I don't know. I didn't think it was a good movie, but I didn't think it was aggressively bad. It's just kind of in that middle ground, and I don't necessarily know that if they had continued to use the Marvel license – if it would have made it any better. Well, they get it done in a hurry. A running time under 80 minutes. That's really a short movie. And no theatrical release. I wonder how close they came to actually putting this in theaters. I don't know because Full Moon, a lot of their output is straight to video stuff. Mm-hmm. There was at least one other Marvel project in that time period that ended up doing the same thing. The Captain America movie that was developed and directed by Albert Pyon 
that actually was promoted as coming out in theaters, but they ended up putting it out on video, mm-hmm. like dumping it on video. And that's not a very good movie either. I would say that of the two, Dr. Mordred is a better one. Yeah. And Marvel fans have pretty much kept this alive through all these years. Don't you I, think? Just I would, basically a, kind of a curiosity. Some Marvel fans, yes. I would say probably more Full Moon fans. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a horror movie, unlike the bulk of Full Moon's output. The surprising thing to me is, for the most part, there's no graphic violence. There's a shot where a dude gets like shot in the knee. But aside from that, there's nothing graphic. There's no real gore. But there's a ton of profanity and a nude scene. So I'm like, if you're going to include that, you may as well just make it violent. You know? (laughs) Why not? Well, they they did that for the R rating. That would make it more attractive, I guess, on on video, which was the only outlet for it. True. Um, That's a good point. They probably just added those scenes later. mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think that's probably what happened. Now, you alluded to this earlier, uh, a highlight, an epic battle inside a museum using stop action. Yes. I don't think it's that much of a spoiler if I mention. It's between two dinosaur skeletons. Mm-hmm. And it looks fine, except, you know, given the time and knowing that there's probably better looking work that was done elsewhere, it's kind of, eh. If it had been like maybe 15 years earlier, it would have probably looked more impressive and maybe actually been more impressive to uh, to moviegoers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, It's cool, but that whole scene doesn't necessarily work for me. You've got these two things that are basically the avatars of our hero and villain, but the hero and villain just kind of stand around, especially Dr. Mordred. And I, I won't go too much into it. Speaking of the hero and villain, I'm surprised that we're taking this long to get to a Jeffrey Combs movie because he's kind of like a cult movie icon his work in the reanimator movies qualifies him for that status. And he's been in a ton of stuff. He's one of those dudes who's also been on Star Trek, as mm-hmm. has Brian Thompson. Yeah, big resume. Yeah, and Brian Thompson as well is a guy who I'm surprised he's been in a ton of stuff. And it was a matter of time before we got to him as well. Combs in this movie, though, I don't know that he makes the best hero. He's weird enough. Before we watched this, I thought Jeffrey Combs as Doctor Strange. That would be That would be great. And afterwards, I'm like... He's not quite magnetic. I don't know if it's just the character. I know he's done better work elsewhere. He's he's great in Reanimator. Uh, Brian Thompson as the uh, as the villain. He's made for villainy. Look look at his face. Right, right. The dude is so scary in Cobra. Here he's this guy who makes these vague pronouncements and he does bad things and makes people kill themselves and yada yada yada. Yeah, there were certain points in the movie where I thought he was kind of just mailing it in, you know. Yeah, I think the biggest problem for me was the script. There are scenes where they do this magic stuff, but they're not really explaining what they're doing. Like there's a scene where one character is stabbing himself with these glowing light daggers and they don't really explain until later what he's doing. And the scene just kind of goes on for a couple minutes. It looks (laughs) weird, but are you going to give us like any sort of hint? And they do, but it's just like. I I kept thinking we'll never find out. Yeah. (laughs) They're doing it and then, well, maybe we'll forget about it later with the other stuff going on. It's like you don't really need to walk us through everything, but there should always be a point in a scene. Like it should be visible to the audience that there's a point or there should be some kind of mystery that drives the audience to want to know. And a lot of things in this movie felt like they were just written as just kind of happening and just Mm -hmm. being there. Well said as a filmmaker. Now we have a clip. So Dr. Mordred is suspected of murder and this detective interrogates him. So this is basically Mordred trying to warn this guy that there's someone else out there who's pulling these strings. 
A philosopher's what? Stone. What is that, like a blarney stone? It's like a vessel, a cup, that an alchemist uses to mix his elements. There's one on display in the Cosmopolitan Museum. Okay, so if I were like a wizard, then alchemist. Whatever. What would I mix in this cup? I have newt, dried spiders, human blood maybe. You see that girl we found didn't have a drop of blood in her. You might use blood, detective. The other end of the spectrum would be a radioactive element. It depends upon the spell you want to cast. And that depends upon the sorcerer's intentions, whether it's good or evil. And I guarantee you, detective, Cabal's intentions are worse than evil. You know, doctor, I'm trying very hard to believe what you're telling me. See, I, I know all about divine good and ultimate evil. I was an altar boy for five years. And my cousin Angelo, he's from Jersey. He took his vows for the priesthood. But my police training is telling me that you're fully... And until you start to make a little bit more sense, I'm just going to keep you here. Ooh, from Dr. Mordred. So Jeffrey Combs in that scene starts to get worked up. And that's where I'm like, okay, if he had been in this mode more and not more low-key and somber most of the movie, I'd probably have been more drawn in. When he's animated, he's at his best in this movie. And there's potential. It's not the worst thing I've seen, but it's kind of in that middle ground. For me, when I watch a movie, I want it to either be really good or so bad it entertains me. And this is in that kind of... Kind of in the gray area there. It is. And I don't want to call it mediocre because there are things that I enjoyed about it. But at the same time, I don't know how hard I can recommend it. And it is very much a a curiosity because of what happened with that movie. It's a very interesting what might have been kind of what if case. What if this had been the Doctor Strange movie? Right. And with Marvel Comics, before Blade, Marvel made movies like this or licensed out their characters to make movies like this that were made for $2 million or done as TV movies or went straight to video. DC had these huge hits with Superman and Batman, whereas Marvel's biggest movie to date at that time was Howard the Duck, and we know how that turned out. (laughs) So there are a lot of Marvel Comics movies that we could do on this show because they are cult curiosities, whereas this is in an even grayer space because this could have been Doctor Strange but isn't. But Mm -hmm. it's so close to Doctor Strange but not – it's the great value Doctor Strange. Well, times have certainly changed because Marvel is the king of the universe right now. And, oh, uh, they, they, they run everything they now. Do, they do indeed. So how to see Dr. Mordred? I believe Full Moon has a streaming service. You can mm-hmm. stream it there. It's also on Tubi. It's available. It's out there. Just go into it with low expectations. And I think, you know, it's under uh, 80 minutes. Kind of an interesting thing to check out. And this invitation to join the discussion on Cinema Obscura. We are on Twitter at C Obscura Pod. You can talk to us about the movies we cover. You can ask us about episodes, other cult movies, these cult movies. We just love to talk about movies there, and we'd love for you to join us. Again, we're at C Obscura Pod on Twitter. And we'll catch up with you on the internet. Thanks, Andre. Thank you, Steve. Cinema Obscura. And I'm Steve Nikhazy, along with Andre Bennett. Cinema Obscure is recorded and produced in the KYW studios in Philadelphia. For more shows, check out the Radio.com app on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows. Thanks for listening. The wonders I can create from this primitive earth.